right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Something Super Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Mark. I'm Jay. All right, guys, this week we are going to do a Justice League Snyder Cut trailer breakdown, some ideas, what we think might happen in the movie, and just our general thoughts and ideas. All right, let's start with you, Mark. What do you think? I think that the first one was an absolute shit show (laughs) that needed correcting. And from what I'm seeing so far, just through pictures, through trailers, through interviews, I'm excited for it because I don't know if you guys recently saw the um, interview with Zack Snyder, but he's not even getting paid for this. So he's generally just doing this because he knew how pissed off the fans were about everything that happened with the original release of it. I can respect that. Like, seriously. I mean, especially I know how Hollywood works. This man is is doing us a huge fan service. No, like, absolutely. And for me, like, it just speaks to me because it's like he could have easily just let Joss Whedon's cut go and the horse shit that it is. But instead, he's like, you know what? I'm going to take time out of my day to do it right. Granted, I don't know how much they actually like had filmed from what I've heard. They haven't had to do like a lot of reshoots and things like that. It was literally like he had it pretty much all like filmed and then Joss Whedon cut like 90% of it out and did a bunch of his own reshoots. So I don't know if it was just kind of going in and tweaking or what, but I mean, when that trailer dropped, whoo. Yeah, I know. Again, personally, huge fan of it as well, even though I'm not a big DC guy, but oh my God, like it is, this is their step up and like response to any Marvel movie. Honestly, I mean, it, it, it looks phenomenal again, just from the trailer alone and that right there, like if it's done right, I, I think this could be, you know, knocking it out of the park. Yeah, I'm just kind of hoping that the trailer is not like the best parts of the movie you see. Like, cause I've seen a couple of trailers that have done that before where it's like all the like really interesting stuff you see in the trailer and the rest yeah. of it is just kind of like a fall down. I'm really hoping this isn't it. Yeah, I've got high hopes for this. I'm, I'm praying it's not like that. And I have a feeling that, again, you know, just from based on the stuff that we've seen and, you know, the things that I've been reading online, this should not be the instance of, you know, the, the trailer envy. Yeah, I'm just, let me see here. So, just to give a little benefit of the doubt, Jay, so the trailer is two minutes and 31 seconds. The movie is going to be, I think, four and a half hours long. (laughs) What? It was originally supposed to be, yeah, it's changed a couple of times. So, originally, it was just going to be straight up a four-hour movie they were going to drop. Then, it was supposed to be four one-hour sections. Yeah. But I think they're back to just releasing it as like an entire movie, which either way I'd be fine with because I think, I think they need to figure out how to cut that in half and just drop two parts. Nah, yeah, fuck it. Harry show, four hour movie to just sit through is long. Well, the like, original plan was that the original Justice League movie be their confrontation with Steppenwolf. Yeah, and, and then, then they go after the dad. Yeah, and then ultimately Steppenwolf would have failed. Darkseid would have came in, and then part two was going to be them dealing with Darkseid. So I yeah. think now they're like, fuck it, we're just going to give you everything at once, which I love because, like, you see, I cannot pronounce his name, but, like, Darkseid before he becomes Darkseid. 
like the younger version of him when you see him like out in the desert and he slams the hammer and it creates the omega symbol i can't think of his name but like before he has like all the armors and stuff because he actually going into a little bit of the backstory of like dark side like he wasn't always like the all-powerful being that he became like he originally was just like kind of like thanos like thanos was just another alien species and then no one listened to him and then he got his hand on some powerful shit and then boom it wasn't until he found the anti-life equation, I think it was, that he became dark side. Yeah, that's it. And that's what it seems like they're leading to in that scene in the trailer is that's where he's going to find the anti-life equation. RJ, but, black suit Superman, what do you think? I've always kind of preferred the color scheme of it better, but it's still it's always weird to see him not in his traditional red and blue suit. And just, I don't know. It's kind of cool because they're using it as he, like, when he came back from the dead, he's got the, it's black and silver, if I'm correct, right? Yeah, it's, it's black all black with the silver S. Yeah, the silver S, which is kind of cool because, like, oh, he came back from the dead. Like, he's still a little dark. He's fa- He doesn't remember everything that's going on. So, like, he's a little uh, testy, we'll go with. Well, in the comics, if I'm not mistaken... There's Death of Superman where he fights Doomsday. And, Doomsday and he dies. Unquote, he kills Doomsday, Doomsday and dies in the process. Doomsday, quote unquote, kills him. But it doesn't like Lex Luthor like, take his body and put a fake one in the casket and then keep it under like a red sun so he heals. But he heals like slowly and he tries like experimenting on him. what happened. I was going to say it's very similar to like the, uh, the Cadmus experiments that they right. were doing too. I mean, it's just quite the opposite. It's the the white suit versus uh, the black suit, which I guess, you know, it's pure versus pure evil. The one thing I always liked with the black suit is that's usually when you get like bearded uh, Superman too. Like, I don't know why, but I just feel he looks so much better. Like even in the animated series, like the Justice League and all that, like when when he has this gruffy look. Yeah, like with the beard rather than just like the clean cut Blue Scout look. But, as much I mean, as we, as much as I enjoy the clean cut look, as it's just like he's the best of us, I so enjoy when Superman just goes dark or he gets like a little like rugged because so much more entertaining. Because Superman so, yeah. gets a little boring at points. Well, and it brings a little bit more life and reality to the character. I mean, it's the same thing you could say about Captain America. Like Captain America is a great character all around, but I really liked him in like the Infinity War Endgame movies because he was a little bit more real he wasn't the <laughs> yeah. boy scout exactly who and, at tony to watch his language exactly and that and <laughs> you know you can pull the same thing from if superman had scruff or a beard that he's not this prim and proper clean cut all the time he's a real person and obviously he's a, a alien god but you get the point so jay you've he's, seen man of steel and batman versus superman right yes how do you feel about what's seeming like this being the end of his story arc? So in Man of Steel, you have the um, you have the scene where he's at the Fortress of Solitude for the first time, and like he has the first time he flies. Yeah, he puts the hand down. You see the rocks raise a little bit, and then he takes off. Then you have Batman vs Superman, where you know like he ends up dying but now he's coming but at the end you know you hear the heartbeat in the background you see the rocks raise off the casket to now you see him again at the fortress of solitude in the trailer in the black suit this time 
he puts his hand down, you see the rocks kind of circle around him and then he takes off. So how do you feel about like his story through the move through the movies, at least like, don't worry about the comics or anything, but just the way that they're doing the portrayal, Henry Cavill playing the character. How have you felt that they've really done Superman justice? I feel like they've got an actor finally who could play Superman on both parts of his like personality. Like he does an actual good job is actually like at Superman side. And he, it seems like he's done so far a good job being Clark, which usually, which I hate with a lot of these superheroes, usually get somebody who's good at one or the other. They're not usually good at both. You don't like Brandon Ralph. I hated Brandon Ralph. (laughs) Absolutely. I know. I know. He's, he's, uh, I think he's better as Adam in the, the DC TV shows. Oh yeah, he definitely is one hundred percent. That is such a better character for him. He's so much better at being that nerdy guy. But um, like they actually they for the first time in a long time they really got a good job of getting somebody who gets both sides of his personality done well. Um, plus it also helps they have a Lois that complements him very well. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. like one hundred percent. They got a Lois that'll actually yeah, compliment him. Adams. Um, God, what's her name? I was just watched a movie with her in it. The actress. Uh, I forget I her name. For the life of me, I can't think of her name either. I know it's uh, yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen's wife. That's all I remember about her. But no, she's done a great, honestly, a great job. Um, I mean, something that I really like too is the edits that they've done in the trailer. So like there are scenes from the final battle where they went back to the classic blue sky rather than that just completely orange screen in the original release where the sky's orange, the ground's orange, the buildings are orange, the smoke's orange. Yeah, that was just that whole half of that movie was just an atrocity. Uh, and, and they had some high points, but that whole through the most part, that movie was just bad. Well, spoiler alert, the high points were the Zack Snyder scenes. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Big shock. Oh, my God. Like I, I think this is the first time we've ever seen Josh Wheaton do something terrible, though. Yeah. To be, we're going to uh, be honest here. Like, I the guy's been pretty damn high on doing well on almost everything he's been a part of. So, I and I don't completely blame him because he comes from, like, the Marvel background, and a lot of the movies he did that were superhero-related were Marvel. But... What I think it is, is Marvel's such a lighter tone, and he tried bringing that to the DCEU, which has a much darker nope. tone. Like, when Superman, like, throws Batman into the police car, he's like, yep, something's bleeding. Like, Batman would never say that in his life, ever. Like, <laughs> like I get it was, like, a quick gag joke, but, like, the one scene I really liked, and I want to see if they keep it or how they do it, was when they when the Justice League does confront Superman when he first comes back and Flash takes off and he's like, oh, I got him. And then you see Superman, like, look at him out of the corner of his eye. He's like, oh, shit. Like, I really liked that aspect of it, that they play into the whole who's faster, Flash or Superman. They have the race at the end as, like, a post-credit scene. That was, like, one of like, my favorite episodes of, like, the Justice League growing up. Dude, yeah. that's, that's been going on in comics for God knows how long. Exactly. And it's, it's just it's, great. And I love the fact that they're bringing it to live action. Um, I mean, just another couple big things. Like, I love the fact that they're bringing in Cyborg and the Mother Box, that whole interaction. Because uh, that they're, is... doing, 
there's they're having so many more parts with cyborg and it's going to be really cool him and flash i feel like they're going to really dive into those characters more and i think that's necessary because they are huge parts of the team one and two they are those i wouldn't even call them b-list characters because they're at this point a-list characters but like they're those characters that people want to see more of and i'm not saying that they've overdone it with batman and superman but i mean christ i could sit down and watch for the next three days batman and superman movies but you know, show me some Flash movies, show me some Cyborg stuff. Like, those are those characters that are just as interesting, but don't have enough, you know, live action going on right now. Well, a lot of the rumors that I'm hearing, obviously, we'll get to it. But at the end of the trailer, they're in the wasteland, kind of like Nightmare. Uh, I, I, I mean, I've been calling it the Nightmare scene. And you can, and what they're setting up, I think, is my theory is they're going to fail in this movie. So dark side's going to win, but what I think they're going to do is turn around and then use the flash movie to do almost like a flashpoint kind of thing where he goes back and fixes it all. And that's how they're going to kind of rewrite the movies that they've done and then move it forward in the right direction. That's how I hope they do it. That'd be the smart way to do it. But yeah, like in the trailer, you see, you see so much more with cyborg. You see like, there's a clip where he has a cannon come out of his shoulder. Like he didn't have anything like that in the first one. Yes. And I, I like the fact that they're playing more into his, and again, like I said, with the mother box, he is not just a Mega Man esque character. You know, he doesn't just have the, the blaster on his arm. Like he is whatever he wants to be. And it, it's just constantly changing tech, which I thought was super cool. Uh, and I've been watching all of the uh, animated movies and it, I forget it was Justice League War, if I'm not mistaken, or Justice League versus Teen Titans is like when he gets his powers. Yeah, and like he just, I mean, he's a monster and the dude has the ability to shape, I mean, basically shape shift his his technology on his body to be whatever is necessary at the time. Jesus, I wish I could talk. Well, if you actually pay attention in the comments, something that I noticed when I was, I'm a nerd and I like watching them like slow down and stuff. There's a scene where you see Cyborg's, I think it's his right arm is like a Gatling gun. But if you look at his left hand, he's holding like, I, I don't know the name of, what's it called? Like that, you feed the bullets in, like what's that actually? The a band? Belt, a belt fed machine belt. gun? Yeah, so like on his left hand, he's holding the belt with all the ammo. So like he's literally feeding himself the ammo. Like it's legit. And I'm really excited to see what they do. We get, you know, flash saving, um, iris in the tr- or what's expected to be iris that was completely yes. cut out of the original one i think I'm, I'm like 90 99 sure that's iris right like it's in the not first iris i'm laughing yeah no like in the very first show they have the whole quick cut scene with like flash where he's like running his feet and he pokes the glass and the glass shatters but then they completely cut it out of the movie and i think they're going to actually play that scene now so that's where i'm excited well, they're um, also going to bring in henry allen as well the Flash's father. Well, he was in the first one very vaguely. It was like a quick yeah. jail. It was like in the jail scene, like where they're sitting on opposite sides of the glass, but he didn't really do much. He just kind of. Yeah. There, so there wasn't much. And that's like a huge factor in the flash and like who he is as well, obviously other than his mother's death. But like, well, these are things that you, again, you give me a four hour movie. I want a little bit more backstory on each character. I'm not saying we need a full rundown on Superman. We know him. Son of Krypton, you know, can't be in the red sun, the whole nine. Like, I, I know who Batman is, but for those people who 
aren't huge comic book people but love the movies or aren't huge you know animated series or animated movies this is going to be the kickoff for like what you said maybe they're going to pull a flashpoint and you know quote unquote redo everything and that would be awesome yeah because i know flash comes out next year they just casted somebody to play Kara, who's superman's cousin supergirl so i don't know if they're going to move on from henry cavill because i've been hearing rumors he may be being offered mcu roles um i don't know who but that's the rumor that's going around right now but the other thing i really like is what did you guys think of steppenwolf's revamped look with kind of like the breathing kind of armor where it almost looks like it kind of shifts and moves to how he needs it i like it i mean i'm gonna be honest i wasn't against the original take of it but i I do like the the new thought process on the armor it looks a little bit more and i want to say comfortable for fighting at least and you know that's what is going to be happening in this a decent bit you know Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, because the one scene in the, well, one of the, the scenes that are in the trailer that really stuck out to me is when you finally get the dark side reveal. Well, not finally, because we've been seeing him, but you see dark side and he's almost in like a throne room and he's got his followers behind him. If you look out, it looks like a wasteland. So I'm curious if that's on Apocalypse or if that's on Earth after he's already done everything. I want to say it's Apocalypse. Because, I'm guessing Apocalypse too. Yeah, I mean, it, just because it's a throne room, but it very well could be, you know, the, I mean, Christ, we saw the, the post-apocalyptic Batman look. So, right. you know, we'll, we'll see if it's on Earth, but I would like it to be on Apocalypse. And maybe the, the orange background stuff will be more based on the post-apocalyptic look, you know, that, that orange filter that they had throughout the entire first movie. Right, because in the first movie, you like Batman come like when he's dreaming, you know, he walks up over a hill and you just see the giant Omega symbol and the city's all in ruins. And that almost looks like what the background is outside of the throne room. So that's where I'm kind of curious. But then we get Granny Goodness is going to be in this movie, who's a long time dark side disciple, always been his like right hand person. Like you have, I don't know, there's a lot like. You actually see it looks like um, Steppenwolf kneeled down, and I'm not sure who it is that he's talking to, but like he's got like sparks dripping off him, like he's almost crossing into like crossing the dimensional plane. Um, Like there's so much that I'm just so excited for. Yes, I can't wait to do like the post watch review on it. Uh, Jay, I know huge into this, but Joker. What do you think of the revamp of the Joker? I finally like Jared excited. Leto as a good as the Joker. I hated I him in um, Suicide Squad. I, I mean, Christ, he was it was garbage. But I I like the idea they were going with because there is actually a Joker that is like that in the comics. I'm pretty sure it's sure. I'm pretty sure it's the Frank Miller version that has like all the tattoos up his arms, a little like um, I don't want to say darker, but like a little oh, more like shit crazy. Yeah, I guess kind of actually works well. I'm not like, I like that it just cuts that scene and you see Joker just sitting there and he's got like, he's got the SWAT vest on, just like looking out over the whole destructed town. Which is that the nightmare scene they're talking about, or is that just so? It it looks like it is. Uh, but I mean, Christ, we in the new trailer, you see Jared Leto Jesus. 
Jared well, no, Leto, Jesus the picture. the picture that was released was Jared Leto's Jesus. So, sorry, the, sorry. Yes, yes, the picture. There was three. They confirmed three different looks that you're going to see for Joker, and I can't remember the third. But the first one was kind of like the butcher outfit that we've been seeing him in in the pictures. The second, which he's actually looks like it's what he's wearing under the bulletproof vest. They say that he's going to have another look. He's going to have is a bulletproof vest with a bunch of badges on it, like. I'm guessing the police officers that he's killed, he keeps them as trophies. Fucking dark, and I love Does it. Does it shock me? And I'm thinking, what, or at least what I'm thinking is, this is after Harley Quinn probably died. So I'm thinking he's dealing with that fallout of losing Harley. But what's awesome in that scene is if you look closely, it's kind of blurred out, but when they cut the Batman, you do see Cyborg over his shoulder. So you mean, so at least, unless they did a, wicked edit joker cyborg and batman are all standing or are all in that scene together and from what i've heard rumors of apparently there's a fourth member of the team which is man uh deathstroke so that would we, be just i'd fucking my mind would be blown so the nightmare justice league might be deathstroke joker batman cyborg and possibly flash I'm completely okay with that. And as long as they do Deathstroke justice, I am just 100% bought in. I'm 100% behind Joe Manganiello's Deathstroke every time. I mean, the post-credits from... You've like, seen it already in Arrow. Well, that you was Manny it. Bennett, but yeah, he did a great job. I was? Oh, I thought that was... I thought they showed Joe Manganiello as that part. No, different, different guy. I mean, That's he played Bennett phenomenal Bennett. as well in Arrow. I, yeah. I loved him. But was, yeah, uh, but... what's his face from Spartacus? Um... Oh, yeah, that's the guy that plays Crixus. Crixus, yeah. But Man of Bennett did a good job. But no, the post credit scene that they had where you see Destro kind of roll up to what's his name's yacht, um, Lex Luthor's yacht. I mean, the look, of, the way that he looks, I mean, now he has like a mohawk, and they, that could just be a play on like, well, we're in a post apocalypse that post-apocalyptic world. But, I mean, I, I love Deathstroke. You guys know he's one of my favorite all-time comic characters. Like, just... I, I'm so excited to see what they could do because originally they were going to do a Batman... Or um, Ben Affleck wanted to direct a Batman movie that was basically Deathstroke demolishing Bruce Wayne. Not even Batman. He was targeting Bruce Wayne. And, I mean, he was killing everybody like they said it was going to be one of the darkest superhero movies that ever came out and i was so excited for it and then the rug got pulled under it but i i I mean i didn't mind jared leto as joker honestly in suicide squad i hated the look of him but the way he played the character the charisma he had like his laugh was a little bit wonky but i mean to each their own it's how you interpret that character but like with this new one, he's got the grittier voice. You finally hear him say Batman. Like I'm Batman. But no, like even so oh God. I'm trying to think. So in Suicide Squad, you get the chase scene where it's Batman chasing Harley Quinn and Joker, and Joker ultimately gets away, but like all Harley Quinn says is like Batsy, Batsy, Batsy. But like now you actually got like, isn't that right? Batman. And they're like, just the grittier voice that he's using now rather than the ha, ha, ha. Oh, God. Like, yeah, it was 
That was, I think this is going to uh, be the like you said the broken Joker. You know that he's sort of lost everything he could potentially care about. So he's going to be real fucked up. And as someone who, you know, like you said, watching a DC movie, you expect dark and gritty. That's really what I need for this. Right. And that's where I'm just, I want to see, honestly, the second half of the movie, how they do it. Because the first one, you know, it ends with they beat Steppenwolf and then they somehow turn all the fucking, um, God, parademons on him like oh they sense fear like that was the stupidest way to get rid of steppenwolf but like now i mean i feel like he's a whole different beast i mean you get the scene in the or in the trailer where wonder woman walks into the temple and she's holding the arrow and in the picture it's like uh clearly dark side holding the arrow so my guess is at the very beginning it starts with superman's death and you hear a scream and you see it cascading out goes over the ocean through the city and i'm thinking dark side hears that screen somehow through a boom tube or with the mother boxes or whatever and that's what alerts him like okay it's time to come to earth kind of like the way the mcu did thanos so they tease thanos and you know they start with the first avengers movie and they tease him through all the way till infinity war but along the way you lose odin who could have easily stopped him you lose Hela, who's way more powerful than Thanos. You lose, um, what's Star-Lord's dad's name? Uh, Ego. Ego could have easily stopped. So you notice that like he doesn't come to Earth until all these other threats are taken care of. And I feel like that's how Darkseid's playing it. Like You hear what's his name, um, Lex Luthor, say like the god is dead. And even in the first one, uh, when Steppenwolf is telling him, he's like, there's no lanterns, there's no there's no Superman, like, the people that could really pose a threat to you are gone. And that's the other thing I want to see, is if they do any Green Lantern teases, because we know there's a Lantern Corps movie coming. I'm excited for it. Right, and if they do it right, it could be really good, so, and in the first one, like, there was the original war with Steppenwolf, and you saw, you know, the Greek gods fighting with the Amazonians, fighting with the Atlanteans, fighting with the, uh, with, well, you see one Green Lantern, and then he gets, like, his head crushed, and the ring flies away, or whatever, but, I mean, it looks like now, like, Steppenwolf actually looks, like, imposing. So, Jay, yeah, I'm all about I mean, Steppenwolf. Yeah, I know we're coming up on it. So other than Superman, Jay, what are you most excited for? Or what do you want to get out? Like, what do you want to get out of this movie that you didn't get out of the original release? A good story, a decent movie, a not waste of my time. A good script. A good script. Everything I feel like this movie is going to be the first one wasn't. The first one was like, I watched it just because it's... It was another DC live action movie. He's just going to watch it anyway, no matter what. And it was terrible. I was angry when I left. I was really glad I didn't pay to go see it. Yeah, I think for me, the biggest thing, uh, as you guys know, I'm a huge Flash fan. Like, And maybe you know your fan theory is correct on this one. I want a Flashpoint Paradox movie. Like live action. I want Zoom. I want... Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Batman. I want it all. You want Batman? Oh, what the hell is... 
Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne is Batman. Dark and then, ass uh, Batman with a gun shooting. And Martha as the Joker. Yeah, I, I, I want it. Yes. I want it bad. But well, I mean, if I can get anything out of this, that's what I want. Like Jeffrey Dean Morgan played Thomas Wayne in the opening scenes of Batman vs Superman. So if we get a Flashpoint, more than likely, he's gonna be who's Batman with what he did on Walking Dead. Yes. he can get that grittiness to him. If they do it right, that would be phenomenal. I mean, just like, without a doubt, some of the best shit I've ever seen. But again, big Flashpoint fan, and we're gonna eventually cover that as well. But what about you, Mark? What are you looking forward to? So one thing that I, I mean, I already see the color corrections, like I said earlier. So I'm really happy about that because just the end fight scene, it's just hard to watch. It's really overwhelming with all the color, but I, I, the cinematography, it just looks so much better. But for me, the one thing I want to get out of this is something that can lead to better. Cause obviously DC has been struggling, whether they're trying to keep up with Marvel or whatever it be, but I just want something that, it can end on a note to where you can lead it into more movies. Like we haven't even mentioned it, but it looks like in the trailer, Aquaman kind of backs up. So Mira might be taken over as like the Aquaman in that movie. I don't know what's going on there. Cause he drops the armor, drops the trident and just kind of walks into the water. So for me, I kind of want to see how they put the team together. If they do it differently than they did originally. And then how they actually operate with each other. One of my favorite DC moments was in the first one with Aquaman when like they're getting ready to take on Steppenwolf and they're all talking and he doesn't realize he's sitting on the lasso of truth. And he's like, hell, we're probably going to die. Like, you know, you're going to die. You're going to die. You got a good chance of, you know, holding your own, but you're probably going to die too. And hell, probably like that was a good comedy moment that didn't feel forced. So that's what I want out of this is just don't force the comedy, let it flow naturally and keep that grit to it with whoever it is, Deathstroke, Lex Luthor, Joker, Darkseid, whoever the villain is at the time. Yes. And I, I wish, you know, I, maybe they'll surprise us with a Green Lantern in this, but the Green Lantern and the Flash, they are the Justice League comic relief. So, uh, you know, maybe we'll see some of that as well. I mean, I wouldn't mind a Martian Manhunter Easter egg. Phenomenal. I, I mean, bring him in. I'd love that. I feel but, like that'd just be hard. It would be, but again, even if it was an Easter egg at the end, just to tease something in a future movie, I'm cool with that. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, even if it's something as simple as like they just show like a high-ranking officer or something talking to somebody, and then he turns around and like morphs into somebody else when he turns a corner. Yes. Like yeah. something as simple as that. Like, don't show Martian Manhart. Just show like that he's there. Or even just have like the eyes turn red. You know, whatever the. You know, or you could tease the uh, Green Lantern, uh, like Guy, Hal, John coming to Earth as a lantern. And that's it. That's whoever they use, whether it's yeah. Hal, whether it's... That's why I said. It doesn't matter. I don't care which yeah. Green Lantern you give me because I like all of them for their own specific reasons. Yeah, so... I look forward to our post-watch party review and reactions to this, so... Oh. Buckle I'm watching up, it all in one sitting. Oh, so am I. One hundred percent. My day will be complete. Honestly, I may watch. I may just spend the whole day. I'm cool with that. Let me know. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll do a Zoom reaction, and I'll, I'll stream it to the TV. We'll have a good time. Damn straight. All right, boys. That's all I've got for today. Uh, Jay, you good? Yeah, I'm good. Mark.
Yeah, no, that was all that I can really think of from the trailer that I'm ex- I'm excited for, and I just I can't wait for March 18th. I think it is. Yes. Yeah. So. No, I'm excited as well. We got just under mm-hmm. what just under a month. We're looking at like two and a half weeks. So. Oh yeah. Make it happen. WandaVision will be over, so I'm going to need my fix. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you for listening to Something Super Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Mark. And I'm Jay. And we'll catch you guys next Thursday.